Hello and welcome to Food is Culture, a podcast. I'm your host, Billy Buttery. I'm super excited for my chat with a fellow Toronto native. We talk about all the great local restaurants growing up. Art Prasad is a chef, father, husband, good friend, and an amazing businessman. Growing up, he didn't know he was going to become a chef and even hated his first job at a restaurant bussing tables. Full disclosure, Ark and I went to the same elementary school, but since we all know about school politics, him and I didn't really know each other as there's a couple years between us. We are now friends through my husband and we've been friends for years. Chef Ark Prasad has traveled the world and lives in a couple different countries and places and has worked or owned restaurants along the way. He now resides in Totnes with his wife and soon-to-be two children. He owns a fish shop which recently started delivery in the UK, but even if you don't live in the delivery zone, I encourage following along on Instagram for the most lovely photos of the seaside and fresh fish. As always, remember to check the show notes for more information on the guest and for the recipes mentioned. I also just realized I haven't let you all in on the food that I would use to describe my own personality. Well, today Chef Art gives us a mouth-watering recipe for a dark miso lobster version. Yum in the tum! Enjoy! Hi, Ark. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Billy. It's a pleasure. I'm so excited we got this got this to kind of work out. Yeah, yeah. In uh, it was kind of hard to match up with the uh, young children and stuff, and you never know <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. But uh, we managed. So that's, we that's managed, good. and time change, and time changes, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's jump right in. How would you describe your cultural background? Right. So my parents are from Guyana, which is a former British colony in South America on the north coast of South America and ex-Venezuela. But it, although it's in South America, it's, it's uh, considered a Caribbean country being formerly British and having uh, ethnic mix of people of African, Indian and to a lesser extent, some Chinese descent. And so my parents are Indian, Caribbean, and, and hence I am also. Were you born in Guyana? <laughs> uh, no, I, I wasn't. I was born in Toronto. And But your parents raised you with like very strong Guyanese roots. Um, mm, not really. I mean, both of my parents left home when they were in their teens to uh, move abroad to uh, study. And so my mom went to or went to Canada. My dad uh, originally went to the Soviet Union oh, wow. uh, and stu- he studied in Moscow and uh, went to medical school and did his university there and then moved to New York and lived in New York. And a lot of my dad's side of the family lived in the States. And so they kind of lived there late teens, early 20s in in North America. So I think that was quite a big influence on their, um, them culturally. So I wouldn't say a very strict uh, or traditional first generation kind of family. And what would you say is your first sort of childhood memory about food? Um, one of my first childhood memories about food was making lasagna with my mom <laughs> when I was about six years old. And yeah, not very Chinese, uh, but uh, <laughs> that was always one of my favorite foods that my mom made uh, was her lasagna. And yeah, just make just spreading the layers of the pasta and uh, with the cheese and the tomato sauce and, and that. that that's that's one of my earliest food memories. 
That's so fun. So growing up in Toronto, do you feel like you had a wide palette of foods, especially because your parents were sort of um, open to cooking everything? Yeah. So yeah, I definitely, I mean, I grew up downtown. Um, my parents split up when, when I was quite young. So, you know, in a single parent family, we we'd eat out almost as often as, as my mom would cook growing up, to be honest. So, um, and, and living, growing up downtown, as you know, there's such a great range of authentic, um, ethnic foods, you know, Mm -hmm. you just have to kind of dream up whatever you'd like to eat and it's never more than a 15 20 minute drive away uh whether that's portuguese food um indian food chinese greek uh so growing up i was exposed to all of that stuff from eating out and then also at home my mom would cook probably uh, 50 50 split of more traditional Guyanese food, like curry chicken, uh, goat, et cetera, et cetera. And, and then also uh, more Canadian food, you know, like, like mm-hmm. lasagna, like I said, um, kind of anything really. Yeah. Guyanese food is, is, is an interesting one because of the mix um, having uh, in, uh, a really large Indian population in Guyana, um, African population, also Chinese population. It's not uncommon on a stovetop in one of my family members' houses to go in and you'd see uh, a pot of curried goat, chicken chow mein, and fish stew all on the stove all at the same time. And it's just normal. That's just how... Yeah. Uh, how, how our food is. Sounds delicious. <laughs> mm, yeah. Sounds so good. Um, what would you say was your favorite, um, what was your favorite restaurant growing up then in Toronto? Did you have a favorite? Um, as a kid, yeah. So it's kind of obscure, but I used to go for swim classes at um, Grange Park. Do you know Grange Park, like behind Queen Street? And, um, um, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, like where OCAD is. Mm-hmm. And there's there's like a little community center there and there's a swimming pool. And yeah. across the road from there, across, I think it's St. Patrick Street, there's a little kind of mini mall and a, a, a food court. And they there's this a Thai place there called Satay, Satay, I think. And they had this amazing like chicken satays, sticky rice peanut sauce mm. so and I, that's not like a, a normal thing that a kid craves on a weekly basis but <laughs> um absolutely fantastic the first time i'd ever eaten thai food and to this day i still whenever i get the opportunity to eat chicken satays with peanut sauce i do it that sounds delicious yeah you should check it out it's still there i think oh amazing it was, I mean, was last time i was in toronto which was uh, a few years ago but yeah well, that makes sense because growing up, I loved. Do you remember Green Mango on Yonge Street? Oh yeah, of course. I yeah, loved their pad thai. Their spicy pad thai was my favorite. Yeah. Um, be, besides that, I would say as a kid, I also really liked Olive Garden. That was <laughs> that was a, that was a favorite. Yeah, I mean, it's a, definitely a crowd pleaser. Yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, so, would you say that your mom was sort of like the cook growing up? 
did your dad cook? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, my mom, my mom did cook quite a bit. Um, even now, you know, if we are at my mom's house, she she cooks loads, and she's coming to stay with us. She she cooks loads. Um, she she's very, she cooks a lot of very healthy food. You know, mm-hmm. before things like quinoa and uh, lentils were uh, as popular in in cooking, that that would be on the stove all the time my mom says very healthy uh holistic shops at the farmer's markets um really wholesome healthy food is, is what my mom is into cooking nice um so you said we talked about lasagna being sort of like your favorite childhood yeah. dish and it sort of memories of it being made do you yeah. now, now love making lasagna with your daughter has she sort of is she she's, at the counter yet? <laughs> I don't. I don't think she's ever actually had lasagna. So it's it's, it's different because um, I don't cook meat at home. So Allison doesn't eat meat. She eats mm-hmm. fish, but no mm-hmm. meat, and neither does Finella. Okay. So and also, and I don't know if your kids are like this, but now the Finella's about two and a bit. She's become quite picky. Mm-hmm. So she, ever since she's learned to say no. She, uh, yeah, she does. Um, so she, her, her meals are kind of boring, I'd say. But yeah, I mean, I will in the future once she opens up a, a little bit more again to try new things. I definitely um, have a go at making lasagna with her. I made pizza with her before. Hi. And she's quite good at that, kneading the dough and stretching it out and stuff like that. But uh, no, no, uh, no lasagna yet. I was going to ask what your sort of favorite things to make with her was. So pizza, have you baked with her yet? Uh, Allison bakes with her quite a bit. I have, but I can be a little bit of a control freak in the kitchen being a chef. <laughs> so quite often I get all the ingredients together and, um, you know, if she's not mixing it fast enough, I just kind of take the bowl away and then the, the cake's in the oven before you know <laughs> it. So. I know she's two and that's probably not the right thing to do, but hey. It's, you know, it happens. However, to make it through and she'll, she'll still enjoy the memory, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. So when, you know, when all of this sort of lifts and you can see your mom, you can come here, she, your mom can go there. What's the first thing that you're going to crave and ask your mom to make? Um, probably chicken curry. Um, for her, yeah, that's a, a classic that she always, always does whenever I come home or whenever she comes to visit. She's actually coming to the UK at the end of November, which will be at the tail end of our new lockdown. But um, she's already planned it and there's no restrictions on traveling to the country and she's rented a house. So um, (laughs) in the the town that we, yeah, we uh, we just bought a house. So we're moving also. And uh, yeah, it's a lot going on, but she'll be here. She'll be here. We're having a baby also. Oh my goodness. uh, Yeah. In, uh, what, six weeks? Oh my God. Congrats. I had no idea. Yeah. Less. So yeah. So she'll be around here around that time. So. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Congrats, guys! I had no yeah. idea. That's fantastic. Yeah, thanks very much. So, yeah, house, um, mother in laws visiting, baby. It's busy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the coronavirus, the business. Yeah, we got we got quite a bit going on. Christmas. But, um, yeah, and Allison's also planning a huge renovation project on the new house. So, well, yeah. nesting for sure. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. That's amazing guys. So is there anything yeah. that Allison's been craving that you're like, okay, I have to make that again tonight? No, I don't think so. I think my mom usually does quite a few, um, kind of healthy veggie dishes that Allison likes. Um, she makes doll. Allison quite likes the doll. Um, she does like uh, sautéed uh, greens with spinach and uh, cumin, coriander, stuff like that, which uh, mm. which Allison quite likes. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure that my mom's going to get quite a bit of cooking in uh, <laughs> when she does come because we're going to be really busy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Is your mom going to be there for Christmas? Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. So what um, would you say, like, is there any special dishes in Christmas you're super excited about, the mom being home that she can make? Well, I mean, my mom usually doesn't cook at Christmas. Like, our family Christmas is always at my aunt and uncle's house, and the menu is always the same. It's very, like, traditional Canadian Christmas turkey stuffing cranberry sauce gravy etc um so i'm not i haven't really thought about it uh because i've now my business is in seafood uh i think maybe uh, we do fish for Mm -hmm. for christmas dinner maybe we do like a whole roast uh sea bass or something like that instead of um instead of uh turkey i think that might that might be it but i mean i'm open to suggestions we'll see what everybody else wants mm-hmm. well that haven't really delicious. thought about haven't really <laughs> thought about christmas haven't really thought about christmas dinner actually not, not, not until you just mentioned it <laughs> <laughs> well so then everyday sort of celebrations in toronto yeah. when you were young if you had or when or your mom was super excited about something what would be like a mini celebration meal that you guys would have a, a couple of things. So one one thing was my mom would all, quite often roast like a side of salmon. That would be uh, a kind of like a nicer dinner. Maybe it was uh, a Sunday Sunday dinner, or yeah, maybe a little celebration. She like a side of salmon roasted with herbs and garlic that you know random vegetables kind of in the pan, or mm-hmm. or a roast chicken with uh, mashed potatoes and gravy and stuff like that, yeah. So yum. Yeah. Um, when you were a kid, what was your favorite? Like, okay, I have some pocket money. I'm, you know, going to meet up with my friends. We're spending the day together. What's like your, what was your favorite snack? I mean, it's junk food. Like, as <laughs> <laughs> food, you know, it's, yeah. we, we, uh, we, had, we had terrible taste in food when we were, when we were, uh, adolescence, I think we, if we had a bit of money in our pocket, we were going straight to McDonald's or, uh, Taco Bell or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. nothing wholesome. <laughs> but I mean, that has a time and place, you know, right? I thought, actually, I, I should, I should, I should, aside from that, um, we used to go quite a bit to like Mr. Jerk. That would be that would be a good one. Um, Still a favorite of ours here. Yeah, Mr. Jerk. The food's amazing. Jerk pork was epic. Mm-hmm. Uh, patty and cocoa bread, stuff like that. That was uh, yeah, it was a good good memory. That was a good good place to go to. Yeah, definitely still in heavy rotation with us. <laughs> That's amazing. I bet it still tastes delicious. Oh, so good, <laughs> so good. Okay, um, do would you say? 
I guess this is sort of like a question specific to Guyana, but um, maybe you don't, maybe more of just like a Toronto drink. What would you say is like a special drink that like maybe is like non-alcoholic or alcoholic that's sort of like your favorite drink that reminds you of home maybe? Um, Reminds me of home. Like I'd say if, if it's something like familiar, like family drink Mm -hmm. uh, is rum. So dark rum is one of the uh, the only really good spirits that they make in Guyana. So dark rum, probably with like pineapple juice or something that that would really remind me of um, drinks that we'd have like with family summertime barbecue. That uh, El Dorado rum, in particular, is a really good Guyanese rum. Sounds delicious. So would you like define your culture your food culture as Guyanese or sort of like a mixed bag being from Toronto yeah I think I think personally a lot more influenced by um my adult life which has been some I mean some of it's been in Toronto but a lot of it's been traveling I mean I've lived in Asia and uh before that in Australia so food from the south pacific southeast asia is really up there with with my favorites um and from from my time living in in canada i mean i don't i don't i don't know if you, that there is actually like a quote canadian cuisine or that's uh, you know aside from like pea meal bacon sandwiches and poutine <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah just the that the sort of global mix that you find in toronto um yeah that that's definitely more my my food style amazing and do you when did you sort of start having inklings like did you grow up saying okay i'm gonna be a chef or was there sort of like steps that sort of led you there no i mean i i started working in a restaurant when i was 17 my first job was at the old spaghetti factory. I was a uh, busboy. I was terrible at it. I hated <laughs> working there. They made me work in the dish pit. I it was the worst summer, uh, probably so probably the worst summer job ever I'd ever had. Um, and I, I really hated working in a restaurant. And then I ended up getting a job as a prep cook in a cafe on Queen Street. And yeah, it just happened. I mean. I finished high school, didn't really know what to do, decided to take a year off before committing to anything and worked in a restaurant and actually kind of liked it. And that's how I, how I got into it. And then started to take it seriously after that, went to culinary school and then started traveling and working overseas. And, and yeah, that's when I kind of got a bit more serious. I love it. Um, so usually I ask sort of like staple food questions. So either for um, Guyana or we sort of touched on <laughs> Canadian cuisine, um, yeah. what would you say is like a staple carb in either Guyana or Canadian cuisine, like from your point of view? Oof. Uh, well, rice in in Guyanese food. Rice is probably the staple carb. Um, Canadian uh bread you know when and whether that comes in the form of a uh crusty kaiser roll or um what have you uh yeah bread i think Mm -hmm. those are the first two things that come to mind for me 
Totally. Um, preserved meat. Uh, I really like uh, Montreal smoked meat or, or that style of beef. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the UK, they call it salt beef. I used to make my own. I used oh. to have a, a New York style deli. It was one of the restaurants that, um, that we had in Hong Kong. And we used to do our own uh, pastrami, make our own uh, rye bread, all that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, that's, that's probably my favorite. But I've made lots and lots of charcuterie over the years. Um, but yeah, given, given the option, that's probably what I would choose. Delicious. Um, so we touched on stews and curries. Would you say what would be like the staple curry or stew in Guyanese culture? Well, I would just say like a straight chicken curry, um, mm-hmm. whether that's called, uh, what that's called elsewhere. I'm, I'm not exactly sure. I'm not sure where it really le- comes from when you look back to Indian uh, cooking cuisine. Um, it's hard to say, but yeah, it's, uh, chicken curry is your, your basic um, familiar staple dish, I think. Mm-hmm. I think I even had it at your house one time over the holidays a couple yeah, of years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what would you say is your favorite dessert? Any dessert? Cheesecake. Mm. Cheesecake, yeah. Classic. Yeah. Don't have it all that often, but yeah, it's probably my favorite. Um, what is your favorite snack? Like if you can have any snack from anywhere in the world, like sort of like a street side uh, snack. Salt and vinegar potato chips. Mm, yes. That's changed over the years. A close second would probably be Cheetos. But you don't <laughs> get the, you don't get those over here. So. No? No, no, no. We have Not a everything, Everything's different. All the chips are different. All the chocolate bars are different. It's, it's, it's yeah. a shame, really, but yeah. I love flakies. Whenever my mother-in-law goes mm. home, I always ask her to bring me about a bag of flakies back. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Have you had pretty... the new crispy jalapeno uh, Cheetos? No, no, <gasps> no, don't have those here. No, I know. So good. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'll send you some. And if they're crushed, yeah. like even crushed on top of like mac and cheese, so oh good. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> um, do you have just like a quick recipe that you want to share? That's maybe one of your like quick go-to sort of recipes. Um, like yeah, if you're home, sure. you already I mean, have always have like a few things on hand. Like, okay, this is like our kind of, we just walked in the door. We're hungry. This is what I'm going to make. Yeah, you know what, actually, and, and I just, uh, I just mentioned, or you just mentioned mac and cheese. I do a really great lobster mac and cheese, which we also sell at my shop uh, Cormac seafood. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've made it at home a number of times and it's just, uh, a really simple, uh, cheddar sauce that's, uh, kind of livened up with, uh, dark miso. Mm. So, uh, mix some miso into, uh, basic bechamel sauce. So milk thickened with, uh, butter and flour roux, lots and lots of aged cheddar, good dollop of miso and just mix that through into a creamy sauce toss in your pasta of choice big handful of chopped lobster you don't need much more there you know that Um, sounds amazing i never thought to put dark miso in my cheddar in my mac and cheese yeah i mean i think in a lot of uh in a lot of cheddar sauces you put worcestershire sauce in the uk cheddar and marmite is uh 
is a really good uh, combination that I like, and the miso kind of takes the place of the marmite and uh, adds a bit more body to it, and works really nicely with the delicateness of the lobster. So I would try that. Delicious. Do yeah. you poach the lobster beforehand, or you just throw it yeah. in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poached and uh, obviously taken out of the shell, chopped mm. up. Yeah. Delicious. Okay. Well, tell us more about your shop. Yeah. So uh, Cormac Seafood is uh, a shop that we kind of conceptualized, Allison and I, while we were traveling. We were in somewhere in Indonesia and some far-flung island. We, we thought it'd be a really great idea for us to collaborate on a business. I just sold my company in Hong Kong. Allison had also done the same with her business. Uh, and and we were th- looking for something to do together. And it took us four years to actually... Um, find the time uh, to to do it. We've moved down to the southwest of of Britain, which has probably the the best seafood that I've found in the world. And we are sourcing amazing fish and shellfish from day boats uh, that come into the smaller ports around the area where we live. Um, and yeah, so we, we, we opened earlier this year, kind of at the end of the COVID lockdowns, interesting time to be opening a business, but Mm -hmm. it's been really great. And the local community has, um, really latched onto it. We're launching our online business this week, um, where we'll be shipping, nationally uh frozen uh boxes of uh pre-prepared portion cut fish as well as things like that lobster mac and cheese that i mentioned amazing crab cakes fish fingers crumbed uh fish fish katsu curries and uh, all types of stuff so that'll be available online soon um and yeah and then we'll be looking to open a small cafe restaurant in the spring summer of next year that is fantastic i love that yeah yeah it's uh been going well so far so and we're very i happy. love yeah i loved i recently saw a post that you did um about one of the smaller towns you were visiting and how a lot of their business went from shipping elsewhere to sort of just staying put in the town yeah their I mean, catch. it's uh it's a. Uh, kind of uh widely known fact well now it's i think become somewhat widely known that most of the seafood in the uk is exported either to asia or to mainland europe and most of the seafood that's consumed within the uk is imported um and it's because most people eat salmon tuna prawns uh haddock and cod a lot of which is not well most of which is not caught in the UK by UK boats. So we, we've taken a different approach. We don't sell any of those products and we only sell locally caught seafood. So, um, we're trying to support people like that fisherman, um, that, that we described in that post as well as everybody else who works in the industry. And we're trying to change the, uh, habits of seafood consumers in the UK by offering only, locally caught, sustainable, uh, top quality fish. I love that. Yeah, and I mean, people, they just don't know what they don't know. Right. So when you're sort of teaching and saying, okay, this is what's local, I'm sure you're blowing some people's minds because it's just what their parents did. So what they do and what they buy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, we don't, we haven't, 
uh, fortunately come up with, against any opposition from anybody. I mean, if somebody comes in the shop looking for something, I can always find something that uh, they can use as a substitute. And once they understand why we do what we do, everyone's very happy to go along with it. So um, we've been fortunate in that the location that we've chosen to launch our first shop is uh, is a town that's got a lot of people who really care about local business, local people, sustainability, etc. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's working pretty well so far. That's fabulous. I love it. Um, so, where can people? What's the website so people can start ordering from you right so, away? Yeah, so our website is www.cormacseafood.co.uk. Um, our Instagram is at cormacseafood, one word. Um, and yeah, all the information about our business and what we do and our philosophy, you can find on the website and on the Instagram and uh, follow our journey. I love it. Fantastic. And I don't know if there's pictures of Fenella on your public one, but she's adorable. So it's worth it to just follow for her. <laughs> yeah, we, we will start to use her more for uh, marketing purposes. <laughs> yeah, you know, got to get those kids to work. <laughs> and I can't yeah. wait to see the newest the newest bundle when they come. Yeah, soon, soon. We Do you will, know uh, boy or girl yet? No, we, we opted not to find out this time. So, yeah, it, it makes shopping harder, but... Uh, it's a okay. fun surprise. Yeah. Honestly, my daughter wears all of my son's hand-me-downs, so I don't think it really yeah, matters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, apart from possibly most of the dresses, that's probably <laughs> oh, going yeah. to be the same if, uh, if it's a boy, so... True, true. Yeah. Okay, well, I've had so much fun chatting today. Yeah, it was nice to chat to you too, Billy. And I just want to do some quick, just little rapid fire questions. Um, So uh, are you game? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay, so rapid fire questions. Uh, Water or land? Water. Sand or grass? Grass. Apple or orange? Orange, orange. Uh, (laughs) Pineapple or coconut? Pineapple. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Sun or moon? Diet Coke. Diet Coke, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And sun or moon? Uh, Sun. And can you describe your personality with a food or a dish? Um, I would say fried chicken. Because... uh, I am widely liked and a bit greasy. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay, thank you so much, Ark. I've had so much fun today. And um, I can't wait to see what sort of unfolds with the shop. Thank you so much. Thank you. Speak to you again soon, hopefully. Say hi to everybody back home for us. I will. Isn't Ark just the nicest guy? I just loved our chat. We had so much fun. So, like I mentioned in the intro, Ark and I didn't know each other in elementary school. But a few years ago, I was introduced to his mom. And as soon as I met her, I recognized her, either from a school talent show or a school bazaar. And I think the last time I saw her, I must have been in grade five or six. She is so sweet, so kind, so warm and welcoming. Just the nicest woman. And I think that that speaks to Ark's character. I hope you enjoyed today, and I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you.